Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour film concept. Here's how it works. There are four things we include in every story we create. A genre, a line of dialogue, a prop, and a location. Then we use these four things to guide the creation of our story. Or we'll completely ignore them. It's kind of like a stew with the different components from your fridge, and you're not really sure how it's going to turn out, but it's going to be an experience. I'm Josh Lytle, a filmmaker, and today I'm joined by my storytelling buddies. I'm Justin Teal, and I do websites by day and dungeon mastering at night. I'm Dave Ailing, a filmmaker, director, and part-time dungeon master. I'm Chris Wegman. I'm also a filmmaker, and I like dark beers. Perfect. So on to our incredibly advanced piece of technology from Parts Unknown, the Story Machine 9000. Gosh, I hope he oiled it. It, it was just hails, smoking last time. It was. Bah. It's actually from the same place as The Ultimate Warrior. Parts Unknown. The Ultimate Warrior. Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior. Oh. WWF, Ultimate oh, Warrior. It always, said, it always said Ultimate Warrior, Parts Unknown. Well, now there are two things that are from Parts Unknown. Hulk Hogan. And The Story and Machine, the story 9, machine 9000. And now we're back on topic. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's push let's, that button. Let's fire it up. Is it a button or a lever? Um, this week, it is a pull chain. Yeah. Mm. Pull that chain. Justin, I uh, can't quite reach it. Can you pull that chain? I can see the lights were in. I don't know. It, it's like push it I, I pushed it once. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, one of those lights is out. I got to remember to fix that. Strangely. Beautiful. I didn't see what it was okay. yet, really. Oh, 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 boy. It's coming out. Here we go. Okay. Our genre, our genre is... Post-apocalypse. <laughs> Our prop is a desk phone. Uh, the line is, you are beautiful. And the location is a park bench. There's a lot of ways to take post-apocalyptic as a, as a level of seriousness. But perhaps we can start with character. What was the line? Uh, you are beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was the line? <laughs> All right. Yeah, there are a lot no, of... No, I agree with Dave. I think a like, likely place to start would be character. I think I think we've all seen enough post-apocalyptic films to to know that it's it can be a samurai flick, it can be a cowboy flick, it can be a survival horror flick. It's romance. A Wally. A romance. Yeah, yeah. Wally. The, por- the important thing is that our character's alone. Yeah. Maybe. I think to start, yeah. I yeah. think that's a good idea. Very alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the, uh, does the uh, character have like a pet or some type of companion that's mm, maybe f- not a person? A familiar? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sure. Uh, have, have, you, have you got something or are you just... No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. I was really I trying, trying to think something, like what, yeah. would buck, what would buck the genre a little bit because we've done mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. we've done machines. We haven't done a lot of animals. So I guess I was almost thinking like an animated feature with like some sort of animal in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> thing. Like the first thing that I went to was a grasshopper and I didn't know if that was dumb or not. Mm. Going off like the animal thing, like could it... So would post-apocalypse like fit into like the after the forest fire like of Bambi oh that could be something no. so it's not necessarily the post apocalypse of the entire world like but nuclear. maybe their world sure yeah, yeah like, like their nuclear forest destruction, is gone but 
that's what it would be for them, I guess, right? Like their forest is just burnt. Mm. Okay. Do you okay. think? I'm down. Do you think that the audience might not know? That that it's that simple, yeah. I, I think we, that, could we hold that close to our. I think that if if we include enough visual cues, or sort of strong echoes from other post-apocalyptic films, right? So if it has, it's it's set in a forest that just a, just after a f- forest fire, mm-hmm. but it shares some qualities of Mad Max and. Resident Evil or something like that. <laughs> so like, we maybe have this this still smoldering landscape as we like as the, we come up with the music yeah, and and we yeah. and we it, you know it pans over a bunch of uh, trees burnt down to their stumps, uh, uh, rivers running dry, and our camera pans over. There's like a ranger hut and it's like Ooh. half destroyed. And there's like a playground. <laughs> <laughs> that swing just, just still swing, swinging, still swinging in the breeze, but it's all charred and black. But like to go with like the Josh or the Mad Max, like are there already animals that have like bones on them and they're making like spears out of like bones? Like is it, is it like already like Mad Max? You like mean, they're all crazy. I don't know the animals. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it could be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I if if I understand correctly, I think we're taking the post-apocalyptic genre and we're sort of uh, focusing it on a on a Very smaller small ecosystem. Yeah. Right. I like the idea. So obviously, we're personifying the animals. I like the idea of, uh, or uh, personify or uh, anthropomorphize. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which would make them talk, right? Yeah. So kind of like a fantastic Mr. Fox mm-hmm. or yeah, something like that. Um, who is our? Let's see here. So who's who's our main character? What who's, if, who's taking on this this new world? Right. What what if it's sort of somebody you wouldn't expect to be or an animal that wouldn't be in this forest normally, like a lizard or something like that. Um, so it's like like a, an outsider. So it could be like a rush. Uh, sorry, a a lush tropical place, but it's a it's a lizard or. or it was well, like I was some, saying like um like somebody's pet, mm. you know. Mm. So oh. it's so he's not he's an outsider to the forest. Like he won't look like all the other animals that are in the forest. Yeah, um, but the f- and and the forest is gone. Yeah, so. the forest is gone. So so now he's he's freed from his his tank. He could have come from the the uh, the park rangers. Um, oh, uh, I like see. when we put pan over and yeah. we see the thing and and like his his tank is broken and like he's so crawled out of it. That made me think of so perhaps the opening of the story is like. You know, uh, maybe in a series of, of of still pictures as the as the movie opens, we see like the forest ranger like looking up through his through his glasses. We see the forest on fire. In a rush, he like knocks over his like little uh, terrarium or whatever mm-hmm. the thing's stored in. Uh, we see this thing get out and instinctively follows the ranger. We don't know if the ranger made it through the fire or not, but we kind of pick up with the real feature with this. Lizard. Lizard. What kind of lizard? Just that classic. Classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> We're not very good with lizards here. What, what is like a bearded man. dragon? I don't know. Oh, that or like what's the? Yeah. That's a very. Cl- oh, sorry. It's, so no, uh, is a. What are the ones that stick to like they can do the long tongue uh, and people always have them like with the tails curl up. Yeah, mm-hmm. chameleon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just cool. Oh, a chameleon could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, having the tongue is sort of a yeah. good tra- trait. Okay. Sorry. So this chameleon's what are the like what are this chameleon's uh uh uh, uh we have to really anthropomorphize oh, yeah. here but like what are what are its what is its wants its fears 
So I mean, yeah, what's his goal too, right? Is he like yeah. trying to find his mask, like his old his, his ranger owner? buddy? Yeah. yeah, and also he's never been outside of his his tank. Oh my yeah. god, it's like super fish out of water. <laughs> super fish out of water. <laughs> not like on, the, not most, <laughs> the most the uh, most forest he's seen has been like. Remember when you had like fish tanks as a kid, and they had that like picture oh. on the back oh, of right. like. I always felt bad for the fish because it was like that was their only view of simulated life and it was like non-moving they couldn't interact with it it was like literally like a picture it's okay every five minutes they forgot so <laughs> so now he realizes also that the world that he thought was real is is not yeah okay. I- ironically it also burnt in the fire yes. so he only got a quick <laughs> glimpse at it before it went away I don't know if, I don't know if chameleons have five second memories like goldfish no, I, I think they're fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we know that he. Go ahead, Josh. It looked like you wanted to recap. Yeah. So we've got this chameleon character, and we're still trying to define what his wants are. I think I. I think I heard he was. He's looking for his owner. Um. And then I, that's a that's a noble quest. I think that's a I basic think, yeah, starting I think point. We can start I think. there. It'd just be like um, if your family was di- disappeared after some sort of disaster. Yeah. And you um, couldn't quite find them. <laughs> what would uh, you- I don't want to change it. And like, I I'm just mm-hmm. throwing it out there again. Like, so, like, it's like, and or does he, like, did the, did the park ranger grab one of him? Like, so did he grab, oh. like, was there a pair and he grabbed, like, his spouse? Oh. Does that just fit better? I, it seemed like no one was too excited about him finding his owner. I don't know if a spouse or something fits better. Like, he had time to grab one or something and just... I don't know. I'm just couldn't throwing. find the other one. I could, I could. When he reached yeah. in there, like, yeah, this guy like hid in something, and the other one was out, and he grabbed the one that was out, and just. Well, so we have, we have our, our. What are the rest of our things? So we have desk phone, okay. line. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. I think that lends to some sort of possible love interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The desk phone. Maybe they just. Maybe it's just because. We've been listening to offices and bosses lately. It's like maybe they just simulate a an outside existence where they're in a where they're in corporate America together. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if I understand that. Yeah. They just fantasize. They're like in the woods, right? But they like fantasize about leaving and just being like a a city lizard. Yeah, or like that, or like you realize uh, this is two episodes in a row about lizards. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Chameleon. It's different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I just realized that. What uh, could we could we give the the lizard a name, the our chameleon name? What would you name a pet chameleon? Charlie. <clears throat> Charlie. 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 Yeah. Charlie. Charlie's a good change in Charlie. Yep. Change in Charlie chameleon. Change in Charlie chameleon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I n- I'm not sure I understood the 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 connection to corporate America. Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking of phone. It would be on a desk. Uh, something that you could, maybe they, you know, the two lizards are always playing Mad Men together in their little, in their little cage. Maybe the, the ranger always watches Mad Men and, and, and it's a, it's a thing that they do or, or something. And because we don't, uh, because we don't have the second, cause he's on, he's on a search for the second, his spouse or Correct. whoever she is or yes. whoever he, whatever it is. We could have flashbacks of them in the, you know, so we can learn about her character. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe it is them playing what he, the the rangers watching on TV. I like I like this idea of they they both 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 chameleons know how to operate a phone, and that's when he notices that she's missing. That's the first thing that comes to mind. If I can just get to the 
get to a phone because I know she's going to think the same thing. She's also going to get to a phone. Mm. But the- <laughs> is this okay. No, yeah. No, no. no. Let's, let's, let's yeah. not. All right. And let's f- go with it. And then he's just going to dial one number. Yeah. <laughs> well, he get to one the phone. One at a time. Yeah, he get to the phone that's in the that he he knows where the phone is in the ranger's place, and it's like charged to a crisp. So like his right. first instinct is like, oh, I'm going to call her on the phone because that's what that's what people do. When I need to get to a phone. So, yeah, which would work in a world of cell phones. I kind of thought. Um, this actually reminds me of our last episode when we were talking about two separate ones. Mm-hmm. Like, it's they're across the street. But if there's a series of ranger towers kind of looking after a forest, let's say that, you know, the standardized Christmas pet given out yeah. that year was a chameleons. They know about each other, but at night they, like, sneak out of their cages and they talk on the phone because they Over can the- see, like, they can they – can, Talk to each other they on the phone. The, They've never really met each other. Yeah. Yeah. But they oh, know about each other. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And that's when we get into our uh, unique casting. So Samuel yeah. Jackson is one of our. <laughs> 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 okay. And yeah. Like to this. go with that, like, like so they know the number of the other station. They possibly know the number of the other Rangers, like cell phone, right, or something. They so. do have a phone list. They're able to maybe view it. But Josh the phone- owes everyone a beer. Why? Because your phone went off. That's not fair because I didn't call. Ah. So we have a character in a zone of comfort. That's Mm -hmm. them talking to each other. Yes. Like, life's blissful. They both want something that's to be together. But they, well, he wants to, like, cross this this huge swath of land Mm -hmm. to get to her or her her to him. We really haven't determined Mm -hmm. which, which way. Um. And then they enter the unfamiliar situation, which is like the post-apocalypse, like the forest is burned. Yep. And so, yeah, we sort of start with him. I like this. Yeah. We start it's with him good. realizing yeah. that, like, the, the, the ranger's gone, the his his tank's open, and he can't see. Obviously, he, like, everything looks destroyed around him. So he runs to the phone to try and call her, and the phone is destroyed, too. Yeah. And, and right then – oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and right then, maybe, like – because his goal is going to be to get to the other station and there's other animals in the outside world so maybe there's like a, a weird sort of squirrel that could be the know, some sort of animal the that side chap yeah the, the side, side buddy the, the like oh I'll take you there you know yeah can we can we introduce his ability to shoot out his tongue as the way that he dials the phone yes and he like hits the receiver off with his like curly tail yes and bloop, 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 uh, shoot darts out his tongue to dial the phone maybe that could come back later Oh yeah, I, I like the fact that our post-apocalyptic movie is already more farce than our farce. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, it's it's more. I see it's like an animated flick yeah, or something, yeah. you know. So, so like he, yeah, he he realizes the phone doesn't work, and like right then, someone's like, "What you doing?" And it's this like quirky squirrel that scares him. Okay. So he makes it all the way down the mountain. Mountain. Well, no, he's still in the ranger office. That oh, okay. was where, because obviously there was that was the phone that he would talk to the, the other, yeah. On. So in your mind's eye, is this squirrel, mad maxed out? Is he he's seen some shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. already. He, he's been in the forest before it was burned. The last time, it was, I mean, I he's not, not wearing a necklace burned. of ears or anything. He's not. Mm, I feel mm. like this this post apocalyptic thing is is as Josh described pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So this is a very recent occurrence. So I don't think anybody's really truly adapted to it. But a thought that I had was maybe this squirrel, he's been singed, and he's a flying mm. squirrel. 
and he needs his fur and his stretchiness to he to, to do what he once was. You know, I mean, like right now, I mean, what does a flying squirrel do? They can only really glide down. He could have like a mohawk they, because uh, he's been singed. Oh yeah, it looks really cool. Looks they really fall cool. with style, I believe. Is they the... fall with style. <laughs> I like uh, okay. That's his Singed, catchphrase. Has a mohawk. Want to give him a name? So we we've sort of identified. We, so before Sorry, we, just, before yeah. we move on to other characters, I was we've identified what he wants, but what's his what's his personality, right? I mean, oh yeah, is is he as a chameleon? As in Charlie, Charlie's Yeah, character. sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, specifically Charlie the chameleon. What's what's he like? What would how would you describe him in in a few words? I can't think of what he is, but I can think of what he isn't. So when I think of a chameleon, I think of like this thing that adapts to any sort of situation, but might not have a good sense of self. So he doesn't really know himself. He adapts to things. He can be anybody's anybody's best friend, anybody's anything for other people. But it it's going to take something for him to stand up for himself and to be truly himself for that to for that to be. And maybe when he's talking to the other uh, chameleon, uh, I think. Yeah. the other chameleon, she like no, like she can, she always like tells him what he is. You know, she like makes him feel good about himself. Makes him feel good about himself, and at yeah. the same time gives him that that like little like, oh, you're such a clown, or you're yeah, such. Yeah. Can we give could, her a name? Yeah. Can you just be serious for a second? Can you just be yourself, Chelsea? <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, and Charlie. Yeah. I was wondering Chelsea though, like going scene. off, like he kind of adapts, like. I don't know if we, how he would show up, but maybe he acts like his owner. So, like, he takes a lot of cues off. Kind of like what you were saying about when he was watching um, Mad Men. Like, he's – but so maybe however his owner acts, maybe you can kind of show that a little bit. But he's he's acting like however his owner kind of acts. Oh, so his – his uh, the forest ranger jokes with the other people in the other towers or whatever. Yeah. He mimics that behavior. Yeah. So in addition to his natural ability to change color, the anthropomorphized – element of this chameleon is that he can do impersonations mm-hmm. yes <laughs> oh that's interesting yes that's really cool like he's sort of the guy at the party that like always quotes things but you really don't know what his actual personality is like or if he has any outside of that right well, he's kind of a and, comedian and Chelsea's the only one who knows the real him you can see through that a bit to others he might just be a weirdo which in his quest to traverse this land and to use other or to leverage other other denizens of this new apocalyptic reality, he needs people or needs to align with people to achieve his goal of getting to the other tower or at least finding this, uh, finding Chelsea. Okay. So he's, so by virtue of having spent the majority of his life in one of the ranger towers, he knows that other towers exist. Yes. And that if he knows Chelsea well enough, she's also going to pursue one of the other towers. And if he can just make it to the nearest tower, he may have a chance of getting a hold of her. Is that correct? I kind of imagine that even though they talk on the phone, like they might be able to see each other's towers like off in the distance. And so when he sees that the whole forest is burnt and he can't see her tower, like he kind of knows that he needs to go that direction. I mean. Well, so like, and again, like not to kind of wrap it up for Josh, but kind of also like the way I guess, so like I was talking about that Firewatch game and the, and the entire time you're playing, you can see like the other person's tower and the whole game's kind of like this like romantic between like your guy and, and then the other girl or the, the the girl in the game. And, but what would be interesting is maybe like day, 
day one, like, or the, 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 when you come into it, you see the fire in the foreground, and then they, they, they're they talking about how, like, oh, it's getting close. I've never seen one that's close before. And, like, a couple of days later, maybe they talk again. And then the next time it shows, like, it's, like, six days later. And now, like, he calls her and she's not there. And so now he's on a quest to, like, get away from the fire to another station, I guess, would be... So I miss maybe I maybe I misunderstood. Yeah. So she's located in another tower, or is she in? Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm okay, yep. sorry. I I must have missed that. Oh, early. I think that's it when changed, you were. It changed. It oh, changed at some point. Okay. Where she's yeah. Not the she's not anymore. in the same. She's yeah. not. No. A, she's not that's in the same how they case. talk on the phone. Got it's it. a it's an American Tale kind of situation where they're separated. They yep. long for each other. Uh, yep. He dials her on the phone with his wicked long tongue and hits the receiver off with his cool curly Q tail. Got it. Yeah. So she's in another tower like that's probably closer to the fire. So they would leave first and maybe he sees that type thing. And then his owner like takes off, but he doesn't take the time to take his chameleon with him. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got a job to do. That's what they say, right? Like, don't take any of your stuff. Just just leave. Don't take any of your stuff. Take your well, pets. If, uh, if, if, Charlie was, door open. if Charlie was trying to call her, he wouldn't have been in his cage. And so if the guy went to the cage to find him. He, he wouldn't would have been, been there, there, and he's like, mm. like, oh, I don't know where he is. And then the fire's coming closer, and he's like, I got to go, you know. So Charlie leaves his his tower before the apocalypse happens, or as the apocalypse happens. As happen. it's happening. As I it's think, happening. I think the catalyst for change is the ranger leaving. Mm-hmm. That's when he knows things are really, truly going down. So I guess the question would be, does – so somehow Charlie has to like make it through the flames, right? And then ends up in like a burnt forest well, or is, or because otherwise I guess to the point of po- po- post-apocalypse, it, it kind of needs to happen, right? He yeah. needs to like come I out guess, of like the char. From the beginning, I think, I know we're, we're sort of building out what happened right before this, but I feel like the, the moment when he, you know, we were going across all that charred stuff and he, he calls and it doesn't work is, is after all this happened. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can, we can, uh, all the stuff we're finding out or we're explaining could be informed throughout the story in flashbacks. So, lem- so, let so me it should gut- happen after the fire. So let me gut check. So mm-hmm. it seems like, all right, we have two characters who call each other, usually in the evening. It's all blue outside. Starlit, moon. Yep. It's romantic. They're looking at the same moon. They're, They're singing the that same, same, moon, that that same sappy the, song. Yeah, the American tale. The American tale. Somewhere, Somewhere out there. there. It's really great because they're actually right across the room from each other. <laughs> well, they're in towers. No, I mean miles you two away. are right oh. across the room from each other. Yeah, <laughs> but we're but we're under the same uh, fluorescent light. Yep. So yep. beneath the fluorescent light. Anyway, um, so they're so they pine for each other, um, but. It's like instead of dawn coming, it's this fire. And they're used to this this cycle that continues on as pets. Maybe we allude to this all the time. Um, they sneak out. They sneak back into their cage. But instead of dawn, it's this fire. And it doesn't have to be this big thing. It's just it doesn't need a lot of explanation. It's just this thing that happens. And all of a sudden, like, the cycle of comfort is broken. The... The ranger rushes outside, maybe haphazardly knocks over his cage, takes off, and this and Charlie's left to his own devices. He doesn't know what to do, so he dials the number to his sweetheart. Uh, what was her name again? Chelsea. 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 Dials Chelsea. Chelsea's not there. Now he's left 
to figure and suss stuff out. He races down the table. He's never been there before. It just feels weird on his little patty feet. And he looks up and he sees a squirrel. Oh, I said Raz. I don't know. Raz? 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 What's the squirrel name? Raz. (laughs) (laughs) Raz is the squirrel. Who are you, he says. Yeah. Raz's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Scares him. I gotta, I gotta find my love, my lady love. <laughs> so we've established that I, Raz is a flying squirrel. Flying squirrel. Does does he have his disability yet? Oh, well, I, that's I, a good I one. Say, I do want to pause for a second. Sorry, because yeah. I feel like we are going back and forth. And I, if this is happening during the fire or after the fire. <clears throat> I feel and like we the fire's to... fast sweeping. Like I don't think we need to make well, the cataclysmic change so big and long. No, 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 no. But I think no, I like... was okay with at the very beginning of this conversation. Yeah. We were talking about some stuff does happen. Like we get a little bit of information about what happens when the ranger leaves, and then like cut. It's yes. morning now. Yeah. He's like, oh my god. Okay, okay. So as long as we know, yeah. like, the, the, it's yeah, it's fat. Like, there's no fire anymore. It's we just do the smoldering. camera. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do the camera. Like, zoom in where we see the lizard's like eyes widening. Yeah, yeah. You see so, fire. So in you the might reflection think, like, of his oh, did he, did he die? But no. Yeah, he we made it through the fire. Right, and that's the next morning. And the flames. I was gonna say like the only thing I could think of too of like how he made it is either like he could do like he gets in the fridge or does he like jump in a bucket of water or something? Because like. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you need to see like how he survived the fire. You take an Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, his, his he goes the fridge, <laughs> and, like his tongue sticks out and pulls it shut. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a great nod. Yeah, let's yeah. do. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a shit what your opinion about that film was. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Never saw it. <gasps> what am I gonna do? I'm gonna hide in this. No, hide in this. It was fridge. awesome. It was awesome. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I remember people ripping into that yeah, so badly. That. What is the big deal? Oh my god! That's the coolest thing you would possibly do. You can you yes. can pull a person's heart out, but you can't hide in a fridge. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and and I I would challenge anybody. If you were in that same situation, would you not hide in the fridge? You might not make it. Isn't that what you would do? You're not going to run away. If you're a scientist who knows that lead can protect you against uh, the elements of radiation. If you've watched Indiana Jones. If you've watched Indiana Jones, you know that he's a smart dude. I better hide that. What I would do is I would just cry out for Indiana Jones and hope he saved me. (laughs) Okay. So so I like it. A nod Mm -hmm. to uh, the beloved film Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. (laughs) Um, Charlie... Hides in the refrigerator. Uh, In this case, during the fire. Or does he encounter Raz, who rescues him because he has this ability to fly? But he he doesn't. To the point. I mean, Mm -hmm. to the point of post-apocalypse, he needs to like. I guess in my mind, he needs to be in this burnt forest Mm -hmm. to make it post-apocalyptic. Yes, and so Charlie only has. I'm okay. I'm thinking of gliding, right? Most squirrels don't have the ability to go up; they can only go down. And he's like, "You got to get me out of here." He's like, "I can only go one way, and that's down." He's like, "Well, pick some place." And, and so he hops on his back, and they're going, and they're like, "There's a lake," and they go down to the lake, and they just bury themselves in the mud or something. They 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 hunker down in a safe, cold, wet space so they don't get burned up. Oh, so he meets Raz before the end of the fire now. It's happening. So, like, yeah. if we think oh. about if we think about the series of events, the ranger is responding to the impending fire. Mm-hmm. The chameleon is responding to the impending fire. Finds the friend, 
friend knows what's going on, you know, and then they, you know, they go, well, we need to this do is, something. In, in, in my mind's eye. Or a eye, cave. In my, in my mind's eye, this is the equivalent of this is when the village is attacked. Yes. Or this is when the the ship is sinking. Mm-hmm. Right? See, I was kind of thinking that you said something that was really interesting before, you know, where you like see the fire in his eyes. And, and maybe if we cut right there, you don't know if he makes it or, or not. not. And then. That's we, true. We that's, cut, to, that's the, very we cut true. to the morning after the fire, and you see that he like comes out of the the fridge or out of un, from underneath all the rubble. I mean, there's sort of, I know it's not super plausible, just like hiding right. in the fridge isn't super he plausible. Survived. He survived, and the 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 payoff is that like, oh, did he make it? or Didn't he? And now we're in the calm. He and the squirrel buddy together, and they survive. Well, that, yeah. I think the point. I mean, I think mm. the point might be is like the squirrel's not here until like the morning of. Yeah. Maybe. So now in so, the calm, he he. So, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. So okay. he goes and makes a phone call. She doesn't. He, she doesn't answer. And then you see the fire, and like you yeah, cut the black, and then you you see the fridge open the next morning, yeah. charred. <laughs> and, and yeah, and Charlie's sort the ground, of lamenting because there's, yeah. there's no more tower. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's sort of lamenting over the burnt. Phone, which was his one contact. Oh, that's to, good. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, and that's when we introduce the squirrel character. What you doing? Yeah, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> With that voice. So we have this, we Ooh. have this terrible thing, and then we have this goofy character kind mm-hmm. of lift the mood a little bit, which is yeah. good. I um I want Raz to be that second love interest. Like so, about the end of this, Charlie kind of likes Raz. Are we doing rom com here? I don't know. <laughs> Just. But so he kind of likes Raz, but yet like he's going for Chelsea. That at the end, maybe he ends up with Raz. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, all right. We'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, put, that, put that in your pocket for later. So, um, and w- this is one of the things that I wanted to do with the second episode is not mm-hmm. necessarily challenge each other, but challenge the story. The story. Mm-hmm. So, in in the realm of post-apocalyptic as a genre. Are there any hallmarks or visual echoes going on, or is it because if I think about I think about if I if I think about where we are so far, it's not quite post-apocalyptic. Yes, there there's this sort of apocalypse that's happened to him, mm-hmm. but from a genre standpoint, you could you could describe it as apocalypse. Post-apocalyptic, but is it post-apocalyptic in the the sense of the genre? So the way that I look at post-apocalyptic is you have a depletion. It becomes more about the environmental resources that are available, like that's available to character. So while Charlie had, uh, let's say, uh, uh, one of those little um, water bottles with the little ball in the end that he could feed out of or whatever – that's gone. There's nothing like, you know, everything's dry. There's nothing to eat. So the environment actually becomes a big character itself. That's that's almost the biggest bad, if you think about it. So, and I, just to clarify, what separates that from a survival story? I think that's what it is. I think I think post-apocalyptic is a trumped-up survival story. And sorry, let me rephrase <laughs> my language. Let me rephrase my language. I think a presidential <laughs> survival story. <laughs> Shit. I think I think post-apocalyptic is actually just a um, just a. Uh, 
I don't know, a, another a new way, twist. a new twist on a yeah, just on a survival, survival story. And and I was gonna get into, um, I think mo- uh, a good a post-apocalyptic story starts out with a a quest, and so really we've all only been describing why he where he is and why he needs to go on a quest and we've given him a care we've given him a guide or a partner to go on the quest with and so inside in this world between the two uh towers mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, the two towers the two towers <laughs> could be an apocalyptic badland now yes. and that's i think one of the hallmarks of of an apocalyptic story so we can populate that land in between with stuff so part of this too might be like I almost wonder if um, post of the part of the apocalyptic stuff is like so the animals things seem to go faster so like as soon as this fire hits like it doesn't make sense that like if this was humans that they would resort to like cannibalism or something like that but I like to think that maybe these animals go through it like at least once or twice a year so it's almost quote unquote like the purge for them where like as soon as this happens they the next day they are in this state of anything goes they're like putting skulls like again on their faces they're getting spears ready like whatever they kind of do is like this is natural this is like once a year type thing and they're ready to like rumble with this new world and that that's what kind of makes it the post-apocalyptic in my mind i guess so let's go to a familiar place the thunderdome right (laughs) so like it's 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 just like every every man every thing for himself you you know but what the thing uh the thing that made me uh, that uh for you radio listeners out there, I was waving my hand wildly like a moment ago. Um, but the thing that made me th- think of something is like, okay, our our character as they stand right now is one that is adaptable to hiding in the shadows about change, but there maybe ought to become a moment in this time of trials where the way that they adapt or change towards the end could be a moment that they have to stand out that they have to be themselves. So he's like great at hiding, great at doing stuff, but maybe if he could become, I don't know, a, a bright colored thing that could distract or bring the attention onto him could be kind of that moment of change. Yeah. Just a thought, tuck it away for later. Tuck it away. Got it. You know who would be, who would fare really well in this uh, post-apocalyptic world? It's that, uh, that bunny from uh, Secret Life of Pets. You'd totally make it. Oh, you yeah. totally survive in this this poker apocalyptic. She's world. awesome, but yeah. So dude. like, I think it was a dude. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. thinking of, of, I'm thinking of Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. Oh no no no. Oh. Yeah. No. This is Kevin Hart. Yeah. But, Kevin, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, just as, story. just as lovable. Yeah. So so like Raz okay. has been through this, right? So he knows like so maybe every time this happens, like the the same gangs pop up, okay. and Raz knows. But Charlie's oh. never been out here, so this is like he's like, what's going on? And Raz's like, well, you, here's the rules. He tells you about every gang, and maybe they go like there's like flashes of like the Skull Face Gang, and they go to those gangs, and this is the Burnt Face Gang, yeah. and they like zoom in between mm. them or something. So so I like this idea of he's got to traverse the wasteland. And did anyone see Six String Samurai? Does anyone know that film? No. I saw Kubo and the Two Strings. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an older flick. And so the six I also saw Warriors, which is sounding like. I've also seen Warriors. No, 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 no. Same concept. So so just like the Warriors had the baseball. Furies. The Furies and the. It's been a hot minute since uh, I saw that. Oh boy, uh, series of gangs. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, six string samurai. 
it's this guy that looks like Buddy Holly, and he has to traverse this desert wasteland to fight death, who looks like Slash. <laughs> nice. And he encounters the bowlers, who they're these these this gang of dudes in bowling shirts, <laughs> and they Jeez. pull knives out of uh, bowling pins. <laughs> and there's this nuclear family of cannibals and this sandworm. So he's it's this sort of it's very similar to Warriors. There's you have to travel, you have to traverse the wasteland, and there's going to be challenges, and they're they're very bulleted, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to encounter these guys, and then you're going to encounter these guys. So yeah. I like this, is this the time of trials. Yep. So I like the idea of Raz becoming kind of the guy, the the educator, not just to Charlie, but also to the audience. This happens once a year. This sort of, and maybe it's a controlled forest fire. I don't know. I mean, it's it. it regardless, it's a forest fire, and Raz is sort of the educator in the sense that he lets the audience in. This is what normally happens, mm-hmm. and this is what it's going to take to get where you want to go. Yeah, because because Charlie would have said like, "Well, I I need to get to that to over there," and and Raz is like, "I know the way." You know, so yeah, he becomes the educator and the guide and. The mentor. The mentor. We're going to call it the mentor. <laughs> or the, yeah. Who's also the quirky friend. And then uh, I like today's. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can't do that. Um, um, For those listening at home, I just put a pen in my lip. Um, but I like Dave's idea that, like, Charlie then is, like, the perfect person to, like, he, he can, like, what is it, like, meld into these groups and either, like, maybe he either blends in or he can. F- Blended, blended enough to like fight them like he knows like the counter I don't know but or just avoid like he's like good at avoiding conflict mm-hmm. you know yeah because uh, like what does a chameleon do a chameleon sort of like blends in so they aren't seen that's cool yeah, yeah. so here's a thought what if Raz our mentor he's he's explaining to Charlie you're perfect for this job you can do this but as the audience, we don't entirely trust him yet. We feel like he has an ulterior motive mm-hmm. in the sense that he's going to use Charlie's abilities to traverse the wasteland for his own benefit. Which and is let's talk about then Raz's motives then, because yeah. what are Raz's motives? What is his ulterior motive? I don't know. I just yeah no. I'm. I mean, obviously, it's going to get revealed. This is something we'll know right away. We'll let the writers worry about that. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> John, maybe of all the, the denizens in the forest, it's like everyone hails to the Badger King. Everyone knows the Badger King, and everyone is fearful of the Badger King. So, like, that gets to like. I, it's so like the king of the gangs. The other thing that popped in my mind is like maybe Raz wants to be like in a house with people. Like maybe. She, I'm assuming I've positioned her as a she now. Yes. Maybe she wants, like, she sees, like, people, like, like cats and stuff. Like, oh, my God, I always want to be in a house and have food given to me. And I don't, so I don't know how this ends oh. up, but maybe she wants to be, like, a pet. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, like, earlier in the story, you know, when we see kind of the normal, when we're in the place of, of comfort and we see that, that the you know, the chameleon's dialing his sweetheart and like the squirrel like tap 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 on the window and just like like looking for a a nut handout. I was gonna say <laughs> sorry, there was no way that, that couldn't sound terrible. But like yeah. um 
or something like that. You know, like it becomes kind like kind of a character and a hint, a hint at motivation yeah. early. Yeah. And, I, sorry. If um, if there is like a Badger King, maybe that's sort of the leader of the last gang, the bigger, the biggest gang. Maybe Rez also owes some food to a lot of people. So yeah, you know, maybe he does owe or she owe. I, I want to say money. I want to say food, <clears throat> nuts to to the Badger King. Yeah, or I don't want to like Anor, but uh, that or like maybe the, it's not a Badger. It's like the Squirrel King, and it's like her dad, and she like wants to leave the forest. I don't know. I was just could be any kind of animal. Just needs to be the biggest, not not the biggest, but the baddest. So maybe instead of like, but in, in her mind, that could be the baddest. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I maybe maybe we'll take a cue from Justin here, mm-hmm. and I, I I just threw out something, but I like yeah. yours better because it makes more character sense. She wants to escape something. But she's forced to face it. That being her, her dad, the Squirrel King. The Squirrel King. I mean, everyone knows King the of the squirrels. squirrels. King of the Squirrels. Name Squeaker. <laughs> All right, write it down. <laughs> King Squeaker. King Squeaker. King Squeaker. All hail the Squeaker. And all this information is relayed as they're traveling across the Badland, mm-hmm. running into Gang One, hiding. You know, because because that's his talent is. Hiding, getting around. Yeah, like fitting in. I think might fitting be in a yeah. better term. Yeah, yeah, but fitting in. So he, yeah, he fits. He fits in through the gangs. I, li- I like the burnt faces. <laughs> the burnt. Fa- who are the burnt faces? Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's talk about the it, a la, uh the warriors and six string samurai. Who are some of the gangs that they encounter as they as they travel through the the desolate wasteland? So and then and to that like is it so like so the burnt faces I like the idea that like <laughs> it's it's squirrels it's rabbits it's deer it's ducks like they oh. all are like it's different animals but they've all like been burnt face and so like maybe they naturally group up like maybe last so time they it's, were it's a, skull a random, head. yeah it's a random assortment of animals <laughs> yes. that also have burnt faces they all they just the they term burnt face is just like so close <laughs> yeah. to something not good burnt faces <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's blackface. Oh, <laughs> he's talking. About, Got it. He's talking about blackface. Okay, only half of their faces. <laughs> the mangled faces. <laughs> the mangled faces. Shit. <laughs> furless faces. I'm just. I'm just I, 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 don't, I don't want to like. I don't the, want to stop the the creative. Train, the furless faces. You know? Oh, furless. Faces. Get, furless. Get some of that. Just, oh. They're just. I don't. I like the burnt face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. They're just. Yeah, face. We know the they are war. not. <laughs> yeah. Well, or it doesn't mean, the other burnt is maybe that burnt. was my own insecurity. <laughs> maybe that was just me talking. Let's just go with the burnt faces. All right, but they're an assortment of animals that oh, maybe all just have the burns missing, missing fur. Yeah, uh, yes. or or feathers, or feathers. The burnt deer gang, the burnt squirrel gang, the burnt. Well, like so, they all come together would be so like like the, this gang the is ducks like a and, the, and the deer game. and the squirrels were all working together because they've the all tur- the turd. Ducking? The Turducken, yes. <laughs> the Turducken gang. It's just like a max. It's just a. I mean, I think that's a good it's one. The, the poultry Turducken gang. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's all the, the birds that come together. It's the poultry punchers. <laughs> Turducken. So. Yeah. Just to, yeah. yeah. I it's mean, if you were tur- going to give a, a. It's turkeys, ducks, and chicken. Yeah. Turkeys, chickens. ducks, and chickens. Oh. Wild. Chickens. <laughs> wild chickens. Wild chickens. <laughs> all right. That's so, one of the gangs, Turduckens. So he has to cross a a, a water. Um, yeah, that of would some be, sort. That's where the turduckens are. Well, I was gonna yeah. say there's fish, frogs, um, 
snakes. They all kind of like live in the water esque. Oh, so I'm saying like he crosses like a a pond that he like so there's fish and stuff inside that they're trying to get out. So of. this is so so he's got to learn to adapt to all these different situations that he's adapted before. So he learns to best the turducken by by. I don't know using using Raz to 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 gain limited flight and best them flying with style flying with style or falling with style so. falling with style <laughs> and then he he he, he, he goes to the he goes to the amphibious ones and he learns that Raz can actually like um, um, stretch out her skin and create a little bubble and Boat. she can breathe under breathe under breathe underwater or something like that and go under them and 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 get through or something you know be more amphibious than the amphibians. And then I like this idea that Raz really is sort of the conduit right. between Charlie and this unknown world to mm-hmm. him. And so she's teaching him and as by extension, she's teaching us. Right. So to your point, Dave, she she says, check this out. We're going to we're going to glide underneath the water. And, and maybe and maybe for the first two. And then he starts influencing it after that. Like, she's stumped. Like, I i don't know what to do about these guys. And he's like, maybe me as an outsider and I'm starting my change journey. Boom. You know, here's yeah. what I think. Yeah, but those burn yeah. faces, just, just shove some mud on, mud on your face. Like, so he he, he easily camouflages his face. And then for Raz, he's like, here, just throw some mud on. He's like, it's easy to blend in. So would that be like the clan of the mud skippers? Well, it's the burn faces. He's blending her into... <laughs> I mean, but if, but if we're talking about but if we're talking about gangs, right? You know, like what is this next gang that he's 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 proving against? So we have the first two being the. Help me out. We can always move the burnt faces. Well, down. yeah. So they, the burnt faces would go down. I like, like I'd be remiss if we didn't do some sort of scavenger, some sort of vulture uh, or mm, coyote or death, actual death at the right. That's that's at the the ransackers. <laughs> so like. Maybe gang number three should be death. I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So may- maybe each one of these. Maybe let's let's work in a series of three. Mm-hmm. Each one of these three gangs represent something. I like mm-hmm. the idea of one representing death. Another one represents. Well, we're kind of talking about the. So, the, the, the burnt faces. Or their death, probably. Uh, the burnt faces could be death. Yeah. You know, like these are the these are the the nasty vultures that have their wings burned off but they're still fly. They just look. I mean, as nasty as vultures normally look, these look extra terrible. Well, I mean, if, if you take a deer and you you so burn not, off its face. Yeah, just, so <laughs> they're not they're not just <laughs> yeah. the cute God. animals that have all of a sudden become angry yeah. and, and burnt. Oh, that's that's good, Wegman. So like you 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 take these familiar things that are like Bambi Bunny, drinking in Bambi. a stream. Right. And you just make them like these horrible caricatures of themselves, like these nasty things. Mm-hmm. That I think would be, that I think is like the ultimate, right? And and maybe the Squirrel King is leading them. Oh. We still have to get to the Squirrel King. I know. That's the only thing I was We like, do. Well, he, maybe he's the leader of the Burnt Faces. Maybe he's in charge. Maybe the Squirrel King comes in command during the, the fire. So he's in control of all of these. He's hoarded all the resources and doling them out like let's like, think of uh like a big uh like a big oil reserve that's being uh-huh. protected it's by ac- it's acorns <laughs> it's just acorns or nuts or whatever it's and all, all the, the other gangs are trying away. to get it yeah it's it's the water from mad max yeah. it is that, that's what it, it was it was the, yeah. the water that's what and i was oil thinking was, mm. with the burnt faces led by 
the Squirrel King. There was some what's, mention. What's the Squirrel King's name? Uh, Squeaker. Squeaker. Oh, yeah, Squeaker. Squeaker, yeah. the Squirrel King. King Squeaker. King Squeaker. King Squeaker. Kings. Kings. All hail the Squeaker. Yeah. Um, there was also some mention of Thunderdome earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, as our, our character Charlie is very good at hiding, if you were thrown into a ring to fight, you definitely can't hide. This, yeah, this is a time to like. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. I had an idea. Mm-hmm. All right, this is this is just the first idea, right? But like, let's say uh, he's got this. He's got this thing where he can adapt to most any color, take on most any pattern, and like for most of this time in the forest, like because the forest has been on fire, there's this gigantic plume of smoke creating a big cloud above the forest. But for the first time in days, he's lasted long enough that the first glint of light like peeks through finally. And then there's this moment where he's in the, some sort of a death match with this bunny, the psychotic killer bunny. The, si- the henchman to the squirrel the king. The henchman to the squirrel king. And this ray of light comes through. And then he's like, oh, I could just, and he just tries to blend in. And he tries to blend in. It's doing nothing. The bunny sees him all the time. And it's just like he gets a moment of inspiration. Perhaps he looks up in the stands and sees Raz. And Raz, uh, I don't know. She's sticking out her tongue. And it's like silver. Yeah. Well, like, no, like she's like informing him, like, use your tongue. Use your tongue? Like he never thought to do it. Oh, we talked about the that's tongue. even better. Ex- okay. I was going to say he turns himself silver and like glares <sighs> the bunny in the face or something oh, like maybe. that. But I like the tongue better because we hinted it. Uh, hinted to it earlier. Yeah, maybe he hasn't used it since He just hasn't then. been aggressive. Yeah. And he's done nothing but try to blend in. So this bunny is like Master Blaster? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Master Blaster. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Josh. What's Master Blaster? He's from Thunderdome. He's yeah. the, he's the oh. big guy with the little guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry. I don't think I've ever seen the original Mad Max. So yeah, like maybe, so like, is like, is, Sorry, you're saying like is the rabbit controlling like a like a, a gopher or something? Doesn't matter. I'm, the the point is, is that the rabbit's just impossibly big. Yeah, <laughs> just this roided one, out rabbit. One <laughs> jacked rabbit. Roided out rabbit. So one of the first things Dave said is, is there is there a cricket? On, is, there's a cricket on top controlling the rabbit. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, we've already we've already established that we have some some echoes to other post-apocalyptic yeah. films. Hard, I don't. Hard to ignore. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Like and so the and I so, don't feel like that's a bad idea. So the cricket's yeah. controlling him by the ears. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And With his just, legs controlling the ears. And there's just no like again like so the rabbit has like his mouth is just bone and like teeth and like there's no fur around his mouth and his nose and like yeah. his eyes are like burnt and so he can't maybe he can't see it so the cricket's control yes. that's why he's controlling him. <laughs> he's uh, ratatouilleing. Yeah, he's ratatouilleing like a corpse. <laughs> It's more a real jacked uh, corpse, more a machine. jacked yeah. rabbit. I, I wrote down jack rabbit. Jacked, <laughs> jacked, jacked, jacked rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, because it, it, it almost takes on a uh, a coliseum mm-hmm. sort yeah. of uh, yep. or gladiator. What if, what if the coliseum, the the Thunderdome, is a bench? Like you're up. I don't know. We haven't used the bench yet, so yeah. Can we throw I that feel in? like we're getting there. Okay. All right. I kind of want to save that I to agree. the end. It's still a Thunderdome. Yeah. Coliseum. I, I I think it sort of takes on a gladiator quality where um, through a series of events, Charlie winds up in the 
in the grasp of Squeaker, the Squirrel King, and he is destined to become a gladiator in this this sort of final battle, right? Just and Jacked Rabbit is the thing that comes through the the gate, <laughs> yeah, right? Because you get the <laughs> like you're expecting like a bear, and it's just but but to like go with that so maybe so that squeakers is there who we've established as raz's father so i don't know what that was about um oh, oh. <laughs> um King and so squeakers. squeakers takes raz and so she's up next to squeakers is like his prisoner and maybe if if charlie can fight it can defeat jack rabbit he he and and raz can go free i don't want like, to be is, here dad i don't want to be part of your life so like this is like this the, is messed up. This is the big climax. Every if he year could, we do this. If he could beat Jacked, right. like then he can go free. But of course, after he beats Jacked, Squeakers doesn't let Raz go. Right, right. And he uses his tongue to grab her again. Oh, the tongue again. Oh, the tongue. Okay, so so eventually he defeats Jacked Rabbit. Oh my God, because chameleons eat. Sorry, I don't. Go ahead. Chameleons eat crickets, and so ah! maybe like the big thing oh! is he just. Oh, it's, it's perfect. And then Jacked Rabbit <laughs> can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Jack Rabbit just crumbles to a heap. The moment, like the moment he looks into the stands and sees Raz, like use your tongue, he does, and it's over in yeah. an instant. <laughs> it's too quick for the king, and he just stands up and produces his nut sword. <laughs> Phrasing. Tell me more about this nut sword. <laughs> well, it's big. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's the, real uh, nutty. It's the acorn of truth. Yeah, it's uh, kind of bulbous in the end. Acordendio. <laughs> this it's, is it, where it's I a, lose most of the it's, audience. It's an acorn please, that's like please edit it, this out. Please, yeah. please edit this out. Okay. It's an acorn that's extended out, so like the hilt is still like the acorn shell. Lord. I was going to ask the audience to name the sword of yes, acorns. What kind of weapon does <laughs> what kind of they weapon? have? Yeah. Does they have oh my dust? God. It's the nutchucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of weapon dust he have? I'm sorry, nutchucks. Dust thou have. Dust thou. Wentz to smite Charlie. <laughs> Changing Charlie. Wentz? Changing Charlie. No, we, we said that earlier. <laughs> Much like our characters, our podcast has hit an all-time low. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we still have the park bench, which could easily fit anywhere, but I think Dave had an idea for that. Yeah. And so the, the line, you are beautiful, mm. are the two things that we haven't quite So did they escape? Oh. Did they escape? Yes. Go ahead. You go first. No, no, you, oh. you don't. I want, sure? I want no. you to. Oh, thank you. So I was going to say that the the minute Charlie eats the cricket, whom is controlling Jacked Rabbit, <laughs> Jacked Rabbit loses his mind because he's kind of a berserker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he makes direct eye contact with King Squeaker, and that is how King Squeaker gets his, is Jacked Rabbit – Comeuppings. Yeah, he gets his comeuppings. So, so with that, then Raz can like. Did Raz ever? Oh, okay. Confront her. Father? All right. Go you ahead. Go, you, I so wanna... I had a thought. Yep. One thing that we ignored is the actual conversation that the chameleons have to each other, and maybe they don't say much. They just talk about their day or whatever, and we 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 try to acknowledge the characters that they are, and given that they change, maybe they just say, "You're beautiful, just the way you are." Or something like that, and so that we way. have this nice, we have this nice harken back, uh, take a nod to the total future state that we want to hit, or at least the alternative 
they want to be together, but they want to be together as themselves. So we have this 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 nod to this thing that comes later. I so, dig it. Um, not to like um, throw wrenches in here, but so so they have that going on, right? And so like Charlie's infatuated with the other lizard, and let's say they're running away, and all of a sudden Raz says to Charlie, "You're beautiful." Mm-hmm. And like again, like I'm going back to this whole thing where we, Charlie ends up choosing Raz instead of oh instead yeah. of Chelsea. Like, but like she's like, "You did it. That was awesome." Yeah, like you're, you're beautiful, you're and like, he's like, "What?" Yeah. And like. She's like, ew, this is actually what you look like? Ew. What, well, who says that? The in, the lizard he's been infatuating over. Uh, uh, oh, uh, at the end. Yeah. Kelsey? Oh, because he comes out like scarred from this like adventure. Or just, or just, she's not, he's Indo- just not oh, as yeah, sexy. They've never seen each other. They've never seen each other. They've never seen another. And he tries oh. to put on like a bunch of airs to be like, well, I can be this for you. I can be this for you. But Raz has seen him in every sort of way developing himself becoming something better and that's the sort of person that she's like yeah <laughs> let's get to the part where like it's it's clear like what happens they escape so they, they escape the raz said gosh like that was awesome like you're beautiful <laughs> and 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 uh charlie's sort of taken aback by that wasn't expecting to hear the exact same thing that he's he, he wants to hear from from Chelsea, from from Raz, the person he kind of just sees as a friend right now. Um, Raz, and, Raz is in the friend zone. Raz, Raz well, is in the friend was. zone for now. For now, and and so they finally get to where the other ranger station was, and it's burnt to the ground. And he's he's running around trying to find Chelsea. He's like yelling out her name. I think now they they should have made it to the the ranger station. You because know, that was the goal yeah. altogether, and he's he's running around trying to find her, can't find her. Maybe he didn't, he shouldn't have even expected that she would be there in the first place because, like, this place is burned down, and and he ends his his frantic yelling on the park bench, maybe. So this is where I think that I lost the story earlier because I thought I was on a different track. So um, we're gonna I'm gonna back us up just a little bit. I thought we were like. At the fight, Chelsea was there for some reason. Oh, and I so she's know. like, "Okay, Mm-mm. here's oh. where it was in my mind, guys." No, I, I, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna catch you up a little bit. I agree with Dave. Okay. I thought Chelsea we, was. We had never the mentioned. Chelsea. I thought she oh, was yeah. too. Okay, so like, and then they have the fight. He's like the hero of the day after he defeats Jack Rabbit, and the whole shit goes down. And he goes up and he sees her, and he's like, "Here you are! Like, this is amazing! Like, oh my god, you're." You're beautiful, and she's like, yeah, 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 you're all right. And he's like, what? He's like, D- I mean, I I did all these things, and she's like, yeah, all right, I don't know. I'm, a lot happened in the fire, you know. I just kind of hooked up with this guy, and you're you're like, no. <laughs> but it turns out that his real, and then he's dejected, and then perhaps then he can go on a long walk with Raz, you know, or some. Thing. So I do like her being in the stand. Um, like she also was like maybe caught off. Like her owner left, and she was had to go through the kind of same thing. Maybe she got adopted by one of the gangs or something. And she's, yeah. So now she's hanging on the stands, and maybe she doesn't like that. I don't, I don't know why she want to eat crickets, but like I'm trying to think of something he would do that she, she didn't like. I don't know if I like as much as that like she hooked up with a nude dude or something just to like. But she's never seen another. Chameleon. She's never seen another chameleon. Yeah, she isn't. But I, I still, I just want to challenge the group. Yeah. And say that if his goal was originally to get to the other ranger station, 
we're, to see we're sort her. of yeah, his goal is to see her. Well, yeah, but we're kind of like he's never going to make it to that point. You know, of like getting right, to the because now that he saw her, he has no reason to okay. go there. I guess yeah. I we never said like yeah, we, oh, and 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 like King Sweegers also has like Chelsea as a captive or something, or like oh, she's there. I I I think it's sort of a surprise in the sense that he's. He's captured by King Squeaker. It's mm-hmm. the it's the one trial that he kind of fails, mm-hmm. and then by through a series of events, he realizes that Chelsea is also there, right? Mm-hmm. So while his goal was to make it to the next Ranger station, because his in his mind that's where she would be, mm-hmm. it just sort of happens sooner. So are we we all okay that Chelsea's there and like we're never gonna actually I, make it to the ranger station? Yeah, because in the yeah, end, yeah, like yeah. getting to the station that's burnt down probably wouldn't have helped. So yeah, okay, yeah exactly. Okay, because okay. that no, that's I don't, don't want to like. I agree. That's like, like the false ending, right? That's like that's the that's the thing that we thought we, that we wanted. That's okay for them yeah. to live happy li- mm-hmm. happily ever after at the ranger station together. Mm-hmm. Neither of those things exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, we can go with that. And I, and I, I like the, I like this idea that that he he gets what he thinks he wants, but but Chelsea doesn't <laughs> reciprocate. But through this this journey that he's had with Raz, this flying squirrel, he finds a new connection that's deeper than just simply talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hear me out. The beloved film Sex Drive <laughs> for those Shit. who have seen. <laughs> No. No? I haven't seen it. Oh. I have, but I don't remember anything about so, it. Oh, man. It's like religious in our household. <laughs> oh, my drive. gosh, yeah. So, uh, long story short, it's this pers- It's this teenager's quest to meet the person he's been sex chatting with. Dreaming about. Yes. And um, on the trip. But <clears throat> his, friend. his friend zone girlfriend is along for the ride. She helps him get there. She helps him friend- get there. She- because she's his friend. Right. But through a series of events, they find a new connection, and then eventually he meets this person that he's been chatting with, and it does not work out. Mm-hmm. So, like, to that point, like, I was kind of, I was thinking about mentioning it earlier, but I think we liked Chelsea, but maybe we establish up front that Chelsea's very, what's the word, superficial, and like, yes. so in the end, yes. like, she's, we've, we don't like her maybe from the audience standpoint in the well, beginning. Well, we're unsure yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not sure. And we kind of like, but we like Raz a lot better than we ever liked Chelsea. So in the end, he kind of sees Raz and Chelsea and maybe Chelsea doesn't make the decision. Like Charlie gets this to make the decision that he wants to deal with Raz instead of Chelsea. It makes me think of the South Park episode where it's like raisins, like all the girls at raisins are like, hey, sweetie. Oh, you're awesome. Thanks for the tips. Somehow, I, I, maybe there's a way to see Chelsea. She calls other. She's because like someone mentioned that they all everyone got those pets as, yeah. as, as chameleons. Maybe she's calling other chameleons that throughout the entire experience. Just sweetie, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, so like, yeah, there's some sort of name for Charlie that she just he hears her calling anybody else in the stands, and he's like, <gasps> yeah, something. So like, it's a, in the end though, like I I would like that Charlie chooses Raz, not that Chelsea doesn't choose Charlie, because yeah. I think that makes a big big difference in like the ending right like he he never even has to approach her because he can see the illusion ah chameleon illusions of truth like falling away right 
He doesn't even need to approach her. He already knows that the veil's fallen. Because like Raz is right there. She's like, go on, go get her. That's what you came here for. And then he's like, you're beautiful. And he says that to, it to was Raz. A, he uh. says, it was all an illusion. And then... Yeah, they maybe maybe that whole conversation takes place on the park bench. I don't know. I, right. I can't, sorry. So they... That we've already okay, talked about. Okay, for those listeners at home who might hear this, there's a lady just singing her soul right now while she's cleaning outside. And it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, to Chris's Hats point, off to her. Hats off. Yeah, it's like that classic sunset park bench Over top scene. of the apocalyptic burnout. <laughs> yes. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nice. Park. And that's where the whole will he go with Raz or uh, Chelsea takes will place. Will he? Yeah. Won't he? Yeah. Let me find yeah. out that Raz and uh, and Charlie are going to continue their adventures what in is the, the movie? wasteland. Um, Macaulay Culkin, the, the stepson. That's where the stepson scene happens. The good son. The good son, the good son yeah. scene where she... <laughs> oh, Lord. Wow. It's to kick one of them off an edge. Holy shit! I if forgot I all about drop you, movie. Do you think you can fly? Oh, it's a great, it's a great movie. Yeah. Steph sounds a great. Macaulay I've never Culkin seen and Elijah it. Wood. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's good. Rewatch yeah. it. I've never seen it in the first place. Oh. <laughs> I just know about that scene. Or watch it for the. So first is Elijah Wood? Time. The, is, is Elijah Wood then the bad son? Right? No. Or, Macaulay Macaul- Culkin's the bad son. Oh okay. But the film is called The Good right. Son. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's the bad son. Okay. So all right, so I. I love this idea of like them getting together. It's just like, and we can really fast track it too. Sure. Like, so as soon as he's just like, it's not for me, you know, I don't want this other girl. Boom. We walk off, fade down, fade up. It's a sunset overlooking the wasteland. And they have this like wonderful little conversation on the bench. And it finds out that, you know what? They had been through each like all sorts of things together and they had been through all these trials together and they realized that they are the animals for each other mm-hmm. for better or for worse on, on the back of the park bench is one of those you are beautiful stickers <laughs> <laughs> but I think that maybe he, I don't, I don't, definitely <laughs> he Rick he reserve she reserves it for him no 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 you, because she, he's always hear, said it he's that, always said, it. I said though like the, it's just one of those I know silver, I know uh, yeah I was just, it's it was just, just a visual thing at the end. It's a visual thing. They've said it. They've oh, said they've it. said yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. like what's... It's just like pan out. It's just It's something that you can zoom is... into for the end credits, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, But like it's something that Charlie has always said to his other uh, uh, companion to end the conversation or whatever at night. And then she's always like, hm, you're silly, yeah. you know? <laughs> but like he, he says it to Raz and it really takes Raz aback. And then Raz reciprocates in a beautiful way, like maybe just... Well, by reciprocating, I guess. I, I know. By by actually doing a chameleon thing and giving it right right back to him. By him being bold and saying the thing, you know. So uh, those are my thoughts. Wait. And fade, fade to, to black. black. There we go. <laughs> so I remember we did that last time. So right? and we should continue to do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Well, yeah, what would we call this film? Blending in. Ooh. Ooh. Smart. Yep. Uh, nuts about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to think of something with nuts too. It just, <laughs> it just goes so well. Um, well we, uh, I, I wrote down the word quest and we were talking about like changing or chameleon or uh, the idea of like his goal was one thing and then it, it became something else. So something like changing quest or chameleon's quest or... Um, what about so, Freaky Friday? Yes. <laughs> Fire Walk With Me. <laughs> I wrote down Vision Quest, which is also a movie. 
<laughs> has nothing to do with I mean, this. We, we touched on the beginning with the, the, the two towers. Fire down below. We did say two <laughs> Between two towers. <laughs> Between two towers. Those words help. I mean, everybody. you could just do like the forest fire or something like. Or just the character's name, Change and Charlie. Yeah, because uh, you know his, cause he, his yeah his his motives are changing. Change and Charlie mm-hmm. on the on the cover. It's it could, a lot of, it could yeah. be the different versions of Charlie that you've seen. Oh, like yeah, the mud version. It's sort of like uh like um um Fletch. Mm. I, I can picture something, but I don't know if I know what Fletch is. But Fletch oh. is uh where what's it? Chevy Chase. Yeah, Chevy Chase is like going through a he's what was he like a he, master of disguise. He's a detective, he, yeah. but he's a master of disguise. Okay. There's also a movie called Master of Disguise. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think, arguably one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've heard people use that as an example. As the, <laughs> this, is, this is a giant pile of shit. Yeah. Sorry, right. Dana Carvey. Yeah. <laughs> but feel free to join our podcast anytime, Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Our door is always open. It is. Except, except when, when it's the opera singer is singing. Except when it's closed. Except when the cleaning ladies are cleaning. Okay. It's close. So right. we kind of have titles. Charlie, changing Charlie changing or Char- changing uh, Charlie, blending in. blending in. Yeah, changing Charlie or blending in. Blending in is a little bit more appropriate for an animated film. Yeah. I feel okay. Okay, blending mm-hmm. in. Blending in, it is. Okay. And that concludes the second episode of the Story Machine Nine Thousand. If you have a suggestion about a genre, a line of dialogue, a location, or a prop, please email us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at storymachine9k. Story Machine 9000 is recorded in beautiful downtown Sylvania at Root Inc., a business consulting and strategy firm where we shamelessly use their studio. Our logo is by Dave Paget, music by Dave Ailing. This week's episode edited by Chris Wegman. Thanks, and can't wait to spontaneously create next time. <laughs>